Gummer Joe from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 21st of April 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Been two months since Russia invaded Ukraine. Last week on Friday the 15th, Georgian delegation went to Kyiv to express their support for Ukraine and show solidarity with its citizens. Delegation included the Diaspora and Caucuses Issues Committee Chair, Parliament Speaker Shalva Papawashvili, and Vice Speaker, as well as some other members of Parliament. Delegation was hosted by Ruslan Stefanchuk, Chairman of the Ukrainian Parliament, or RADA. He held meetings with the Georgian representatives, took them around the city to show them areas Russian troops had destroyed. He said that in the meeting, parties talked about Georgia's and Ukraine's integration with the EU. Stefanchuk thanked Georgia for its continued support, paid respect to Georgian fighters who had been killed in Ukraine. U.S. Ambassador to Georgia Kelly Degnan referred to the delegation's visit as a very important sign, which showed the Georgian citizens' will to stand in solidarity with Ukraine. Friday the 15th, leaders of the opposition party of the United National Movement, or Natsebi, Nika Melia, Kobanakopia, Eka Kherkhoalidze, and former President of Georgia, Georgi Markvelashvili, went to Ukraine. They decided not to travel together with the delegation and went separately. On Saturday the 16th, four more Georgian volunteers fighters uh, died in Ukraine since the outbreak of the war. Ten Georgian fighters have been killed. Friday the 15th, Tbilisi Mayor had a meeting with UNHCR Representative Kemlin Furley to discuss assistance given to the Ukrainian people. According to Kaladze, Ukrainian citizens can make use of municipal services for free. On that note about Ukrainian citizens, even though there's no official data, thousands of them have entered the country since the 24th of February. Georgians have organized a support group on Facebook called Georgia for Ukraine, where those in need can seek assistance and people can volunteer. You want to check out the group? Links in the show notes. On Wednesday, the 20th, Georgia and Ukraine signed a memorandum on strategic partnership and cooperation. The document was signed by the head of the investigation service of the Georgian Ministry of Finance, Soso Ramishvili and by the Director of Economic Security and Bureau of Ukraine, Vadim Melnik. The memorandum serves to enhance bilateral cooperation between the countries in investigating, detecting, and preventing financial and economic crimes. Speaking of enhancing cooperation, last week we mentioned that Georgia received an EU questionnaire which serves to assess Georgia's readiness for EU integration. The government will work closely with relevant agencies to fill it out and send the answers to the European Commission. On Friday the 15th of April, the government made the document public. Link in the show notes. It's really, really interesting. On to some European bilateral relations. On Wednesday the 20th, Georgia and Greece marked 30th anniversary of the establishment of diplomatic relations. According to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Greece was one of the first countries in the EU to recognize Georgia as an independent state. On the same day, Georgia also celebrated the 30th anniversary of the setting up of diplomatic ties with Japan. To mark the day, the Japanese ambassador to Georgia, Imamuru Akira, planted a sakura tree in the yard of the National Palace of Students and Youth as a symbol of friendship between the two countries. Court hearing of Misha Saakashvili's case was scheduled for Wednesday the 20th, but it was suspended after Misha claimed he needed medical attention. He said that he suffered from severe fatigue and that he was unable to eat. The scheduled court hearing was about his illegal border crossing in October of last year. Currently, he's serving his sentence in the Rustavi Penitentiary Facility. Other charges he faces include embezzlement and abuse of power. You might remember the story about the death of 22-year-old Nika Kvaratskhelia in September of last year, the founder of Georgian social media Fidzi was chased by two people in a rented car and shot to death near his home in Vera district in Tbilisi. On Friday the 15th of April, the Tbilisi city court charged detainees Ako Chelidze 
and Georgi Kaviladze with premeditated murder and sentenced them both to 17 and 16 years in prison, respectively. On Wednesday, the 20th, Rothschild and Company, one of the largest financial advisory groups in the world, presented a strategy document that aims to transform Georgia into a multifunctional regional hub. They presented it to Prime Minister Khadabashvili. Strategy outlines action needed for Georgia's development. Plan includes creation of new jobs, introduction of modern financial and technological innovation, ways to attract foreign direct investment. According to Kharibashvili, the government is ready to implement the actions outlined in the document. In case you don't remember, the government signed an agreement with Rush Child Company in Brussels last year. On Tuesday the 19th, the German government allocated 1.3 million euros to support the development of green hydrogen technologies in Georgia. The project will be implemented by the Georgian Energy Development Fund and the Ministry of Economy. It serves to promote green hydrogen and strengthen the overall energy security of the country. Georgia will be the first country in the region to develop hydrogen technologies. On Monday the 18th, the government decided that as of the 1st of June, children on welfare will receive 150 lati, or about $50. Currently, they're receiving 100 lati, or $35. Total of 340 million lati, which is about 110 million U.S. dollars, has been allocated for the initiative, and over 200,000 children will benefit from the new assistance. UNICEF released a statement welcoming the initiative. According to the statement, the decision to increase welfare budget is an important step towards reducing child poverty in the country. On Saturday the 16th, the construction of Kacheti Highway kicked off. According to Prime Minister Kharibashvili, construction of a 35-kilometer long highway improvement will reduce the travel time by half. As you know, Kacheti is a popular destination among wine lovers, particularly the Ministry of Regional Development and Infrastructure is in charge of the project and receives financial assistance from a World Bank loan. Total cost of the project is 2 billion lati, which is over $600 million. On Sunday the 17th, Orthodox Georgians celebrated Zoba, or Palm Sunday, which marks the entry of Jesus into Jerusalem in the days before the Passion. Liturgies were held in churches. Country uh, worshipers went to service with boxwood branches symbolizing the welcoming of Jesus. Great news for Georgian sports fans. On Sunday the 17th, Georgian wheelchair fencer Irma Hetsuriani won a gold medal at the Wheelchair Fencing World Championship in Brazil. The final Irma defeated Italian fencer Rosana Poschino. This was not the only medal Georgians brought back from Brazil. Wheelchair fencer Nina Tibalashvili claimed a bronze medal at the tournament. More great news. On Saturday the 16th, Georgian figure skating pair Luca Berulava and Karina Safina won first place in the World Junior your figure skating championship in Estonia. Looking for an affordable Easter getaway, Georgian airports have scheduled additional domestic flights to Mestia and Ambralauri from Nakhvaktari Airport, which is located only 30 kilometers away from Tbilisi City Center. Plane ticket to Mestia costs 90 lati, which is about $30, to Ambralauri costs 50 lati, which is only $15. If you want to know more about the flights, there's a link in the show notes. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and your favorite podcast listening app. And please forward this to two people you know who may like it. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Nachwandis. Nachwandis.